2: Salem Media Group. With SRN
3: News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Police in St. Paul, Minnesota released body camera footage on Friday that shows a man was armed with a gun before police officers shot and killed him during an early morning confrontation earlier this month. St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axel says he watched that video with the family of the man, William James Hughes, before he spoke to the press.
4: Together we watched the body-worn camera video. And that was a moment again, in my career that have had these moments that will leave an indelible mark on me personally.
3: The police officers shot 43-year-old William James Hughes on an apartment building porch August 5th. His family had been questioning why he had to die. A high school football stadium was evacuated after gunshots rang out during a practice football game in South Florida last night. Authorities say it all stemmed from an altercation between students. This is SRN News.
5: Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to HelpMeTerry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today.
6: Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management.
5: Message and data rates may apply.
6: If
7: you're considering going back to school, ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 150 highly ranked degree programs 100% online. You'll learn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For information, text ACCEPT to 35517. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU Online degrees, text accept to 35517. That's ACCEPT to 35517.
8: There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation. And each other, they still do. The few, the proud, the Marines.
3: This is a pre-recorded edition of the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
2: The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you.
8: Just say what you got,
2: man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now,
4: here's King Banyan. Good morning. Welcome to the King Banyan Show. A lot different than last week. It's not a job Saturday, for one thing. Secondly, it's not coming down in buckets outside. I don't know about you, Ross, but I ended up with a with a wet basement thanks to seven inches of rain in the rain gauge uh, in a twenty four hour period uh, from um, from Friday night to Saturday afternoon. It's what we like to call
9: King Rain of Biblical Proportions. There was a <laughs> yes. lot of
4: rain that right. weekend. Well, I lost a lot of stuff and I uh, 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 because the the basement, we've never had this issue. I've lived in this house for 22 years, and I've never had the issue.
9: That is incredibly unfortunate. I've seen yeah. my dad get emotional a few times, King. One was years ago in the late 90s when our basement flooded, and he lost hundreds of records. No exaggeration. Hundreds of records. The records were okay. But the value and half the fun is in the covers, and the covers were destroyed.
4: Yeah. yeah well, it's so funny you would say that. My records. So I do have like your like your dad. I have lots of vinyl. Um, John, our, our our production manager John Berg knows knows about my record collection too. I've got lots of stuff from the seventies. I started in radio as a music DJ back in the back in the late seventies. So uh, I am uh, I am. Uh, So I have some of those. But the other thing I had that I did lose a bunch of? Baseball cards. Oh, that's
9: tough. That's tough, too, because that's that's not the cards necessarily, King. That's childhood memories is what that is. Yeah,
4: well, these are not so much that. So my dad was a collector, and uh, uh, my dad, after... After realizing for the first time that his job might end someday, uh, at the plant he worked at, started selling things. I think I've told this story. He started by selling automotive products in, uh, like garages where you might be waiting for your car and he would have a box there that would sell a, uh, sell some, uh, some wax or, or something for your windshield or something like that. Um, and eventually went on to do eight track tapes um uh, uh tools uh hardware um and and then eventually he went to doing antiques because he realized that's where the real money was and because he was a huge baseball fan um uh, his favorite player growing up was hank greenberg he was a detroit tigers fan even though he grew up in new hampshire um and people say why hank greenberg i said well there were no armenian players so we rooted we rooted for jewish players instead that was the that was the next best ne- thing to next us. best thing right Right? That was the next best thing. So anyway, uh, he collected lots of cards and caught and collected coins. And and I'm a paper currency collector. Now, all my paper currency is in plastic sleeves. It was fine. But some of the paper that gets collected, particularly if you know baseball cards, oftentimes you're storing entire sets. You don't put them in sleeves. You put them in a box and you put them somewhere. Well, the box, unfortunately, was on the floor. And so three three complete sets of early nineteen nineties tops are dead. That... My, my wife says, What do you do? And I said I said, you know, I probably could try to salvage a little bit out of this, but it's so painful. I just chucked the whole thing. <laughs> said, It's out of my life, it's done. The, Write it off. There is, King, a couple thoughts come to
9: my mind. I look at my football cards and baseball cards all the time and think, you know, it might be quote unquote a little nerdy, but I should maybe start that again. It's it's kind of it went away for a bit, but it's making a little bit of a comeback and it's cool for a couple reasons. One, it's kind of nice to have them too. Yeah, they you could years down the road have some monetary value. But the other thing too king is sports memorabilia. If you find a really good shop, it's almost yeah. like going to a museum. And there is one down here in Apple Valley, Minnesota that I visit Just a few times a year because I don't want to get used to what's there. So a couple times a year, I head on down there. I try and do it every few months. But I walk in, and every time I walk in, it's almost like I'm at a mini museum because the stuff that is there is fantastic. And it's everything from baseball cards to signed footballs to mini stadiums that you can purchase. It's awesome. There's just... There's a lot of cool stuff in there, and half the time it's the nostalgia, and yeah, for you, you know, trying to backtrack out of my first statement about the childhood memories, just the nostalgia that's associated with those cards to your sure. father that's that's tough, so I'm sorry to hear that, but you know what sometimes things happen and you and you find ways to make the best of it, and it seems like aside from chucking them, I think you're
4: trying to find the positives i well, I found some so one positive I found was I also found a lot of the. So this was the that area where all that flooding happened is the area which had been for several years the the designated office space of my consulting practice that I had in the 90s and early 2000s. I used to work, and, and this is sort of setting up for what we're going to do here on the King Banyan Show. If you're new to the show, this show is not about baseball cards. This show is about economics. It's about finance. Um, I spent uh, about 12 years of my life Working as um, in the summers mostly, but but for one year, an entire year, stationed overseas, working on projects that roughly had to do with uh, economic policy in developing countries. So one one summer, uh, many years ago, um, I spent uh, I spent the entire summer in uh, Jakarta in in Indonesia, and and worked on worked on a project. This is this was. Uh, 2000 is the year I think it was and and anyway uh, I went to Jakarta and if you're in Jakarta it's okay but on the weekends it's really hot and there isn't a whole heck of a lot to do so you tend to go so I I flew one weekend to Singapore I flew another weekend to Bali and Bali is next to Lombok where there was this huge earthquake uh, this this past week uh, and I uh, and I would notice it only because this morning there's a story there's a story from the AP Indonesian island lifted 10 inches by deadly quake 10 inches a quarter meter up on the north shore now I never got over to lombok you could have you, I mean it's right it's right next the island of lombok is right next to bali so a lot of people who go to bali go over to lombok because because the beaches are supposed to be nicer. I just went to Bali because I wanted to say I'd been to Bali. So, you know, I mean, I I, I saw Ben Crosby, I got to go to Bali. Uh so I went over there and and it was it was pretty neat. Uh I I I liked it a lot. I see these pictures and, and I look at the destruction from last Sunday in in, in Lombok and I think to myself, "Uh, eh, you know what?" Consider yourself lucky. You just lost a few baseball cards. I lost some other things too. Um, my biggest issue is my basement is an absolute wreck right this moment. We're still in the middle of cleaning it, and it's it's the sanctuary in which I usually watch baseball. So I'm missing baseball right now. But by and large, uh, it's uh, by and large uh, very fortunate. Ten inches? Can you imagine if your land on if your house was lifted ten inches off the ground? That is utterly incredible. It's it's
9: even it's t- it's tough to quantify, King. It's really tough. Yeah. It's tough to think about. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, you know what ten inches looks like on a ruler, right? But what does that actually look like when it changes an entire landscape? That's mind-boggling.
4: Yeah, and within less than a week, and this is sort of an example of why. And this will be another theme today on the show: is that is that. Um, is that the modern economy, is, with all its flaws, with all the criticisms that we hear, is still capable of doing great things? Even not so much in the United States, but the ability of of what I'll call, for lack of a better term, market capitalism, to be able to recover in such a way, so that in Tanjung, which is which is a city in, on the island of Lombok, um. It's in that area which has had itself, had all that lifted. Markets have already reopened. Vegetables and fish are coming to feed people in less than a week. And so when I hear stories about places like Puerto Rico and that they're still trying to recover after 8, nine, ten months, it's like, I want to say, if Indonesia can figure out how to get food and vegetables back to the people in, in their markets in less than a week... My guess is the problem isn't capitalism. My guess is the problem isn't the isn't the, the free market. It's there's something else that's in the way, in a place like in a place like uh, uh, Puerto Rico. Um, I have theories for what that is. Um, it starts with a with a G and ends with a government. But um, the but I <laughs> I wonder what that is. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but uh it you might you you might wanna you might wanna think that through a bit. Maybe we'll talk about that toward the end of the show. But normally in our first hour here on the King Bing show, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, the number to call. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Questions, comments, uh, uh feedback, um you, you you think capitalism is horrible, you go to the front of the line. Okay. If you disagree if you disagree on the fact that that uh, market capitalism is one of the things that allows places like Lombok to recover rapidly from from a disaster like this, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I could say a, a seven, uh, you know, a 7.0 earthquake, and we all have a different image of what that is, but it doesn't really feel close to home. When I tell you that parts of the island are lifted ten inches off. Oh, up from where they were before, that the tectonic shift moved land. I'm, I'm putting ten inches here, right here, and imagine what would happen if my house, if all of a sudden some, the the bottom of my house was pushed up by that amount, and that within a week the markets have food again. I think that's pretty good. Okay, and you know, so whenever you say capitalism was terrible, I always say, yeah. It's got a lot of flaws. Tell me what you're comparing it to. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that too. But as I said, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Our normal course of events is to talk about the economic issues of the week. My morning Wall Street Journal is sitting right here with a picture of the plunge of the lira. Okay, what country are we talking about? It's not Indonesia. It's an entirely different place. We'll talk about that right after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440.
10: Are your credit cards out of control? Oh, more than $10,000. Are you paying one card and delaying payment on another? Here's what's really happening here. Your credit card companies are shaking your hand while stabbing you in the back. They want you overextended. Even worse, they hope you think you have to pay it all back. Credit card companies have finally been exposed. There are steps you can take to become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $1 billion of debt. They're regulated by both federal and state agencies. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and have over 25,000 five-star reviews across accredited review sites. Do not take out a consolidation loan. Do not declare bankruptcy. Settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call now, 800-948-4144, 800-948-4144, 800-948-4144.
11: Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The results it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: Hello. <laughs> Hey,
3: it's me, your cell phone? Yeah, look, we got to talk about something. I'm always happy to assist you with pretty much everything you need, but look, using me to take your corporate headshot, that's where I draw the line. No filter can compare to Jana Noonan Photography for corporate headshots that capture you in your best light. She's seasoned, sought after by top executives, and seriously fun to be around. JanaNoonanPhotography.com Goodbye selfies, hello headshots.
6: Dreaming of a better life for your family starts with your decisions today. Hi, this is Marty Young at Online Trading Academy. We teach skills to create an income to live your life your way. Take the time to invest in you. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword O-T-A.
4: Online
2: Trading
4: Academy.
2: Radio! Up next on the King Banyan Show, Dr. Banyan drinks coffee and describes the scene outside his office window.
0: Half a mile from the county fair, and the rain came pouring down. Me and Billy standing there, with a silver half a crown. Very nice.
4: King Banyan Show, Business 1440, that's music for a lazy... august saturday morning there are some songs
9: you just get a tad emotional listening to king this is one of them
4: yeah i you know my wife does not have the same musical taste you and i do ross and (laughs) this is that might be a good thing yeah it probably is uh when i met her she was 100 percent country um she's now gotten into classical music which i i played violin as a kid and and I don't, I don't anymore. But but I played uh, all the way through college, so I I love classical music. I love listening to it. I don't play. Um, she's a pianist, and so she still plays. And so we share that. But her sister is like the biggest Van Morrison fan you've ever seen. And you know when that song comes on, it's her sister and I singing if we're all in a car together, going someplace. Um, and that's in heavy rotation, I would say, uh, to use a music radio term. That's in heavy rotation in my playlist in the car.
9: Would you recommend, if given the chance, King, that I see him in this day and age? I've never seen him, and once oh. or twice he's rolled through town, and I've thought about it, but I've also heard that it's not obviously what it used to be. But I don't know if I can use that as an excuse, because I've seen a lot of musical acts who are in there. 60s and 70s where it's probably not what it used to be and i still enjoy the heck out of it
4: yeah and i think it's hit or miss um i think there are some that that have done really well i saw um oh gosh um i'm i saw arlo guthrie he actually came to saint cloud uh and um i loved arlo guthrie growing up um I could play lots of of Woody and Arlo songs. Uh, to, to, I played violin, yes, and I did mostly violin. But I played guitar, and I loved. I could play rock, but I really loved folk music. Uh, and and so I played. I I played some. Of that. I went to see Arlo. Oh, God. I, I I'm sorry, and I, I I mean I don't. This will seem disrespectful. I really didn't enjoy the experience. I'm going to say that as nicely as I can. Okay. Yeah. It didn't feel. It, it it felt like it felt like it was time for him to find something else to do. It just did. I mean, if and that's, but because I had seen him in the seventies, that's what
9: scares me. And, and okay, so there is a difference. If I haven't seen them, maybe I wouldn't yeah. notice as much. But yeah. I I have heard from I've seen Paul McCartney five times now, King four okay. four or five times, yep. and I think it's awesome. And I've noticed the last few times. It's definitely changed, but to a degree, you're paying for the experience. Right. But I do know a lot of people who have seen him, you know, in the within the last five ten years that have basically said, "Yeah, I don't need to go back because I've I've seen it before and it's not what it used to be." But then again, I'm I'll be 32 in a few months, so when I hear it, I, I go, "This is awesome." You know, it's like
4: hearing it for yeah. the first time. You know who else? What else is like that? Is is comedy? Um, I went um, a couple of years ago to the State Theater. Because Bob Newhart came through town, if I was not with friends, I'd have left in the middle of it. Really, it was just it was it was that bad. Was the delivery
9: um, bad? Was the comedy bad? Or what, the what delivery was, the issue was
4: bad, and the comedy. I mean, he had no sense of his crowd. He had it was just it wasn't good, um, and I felt terrible because because I still have in those records that are downstairs are a couple uh, uh, button down, uh, uh, you know, button up comic. Uh, uh, records from the 60s. I still have some some sixties comedy records. I've still got my Cosby. I've still got I've still got my Richard Pryor, and uh, uh, you know, and that is um, and, and it, it it saddened me that uh, I went to see him. So I'm actually m- less forgiving on comics than I am on musicians because you know I I I still sing with with a group. Um, my voice is very different than it was when I was thirty. If I had to sing the same songs you were demanding me to sing sing the songs I sang when I was thirty, I can tell you they'd be awful. I won't even try them anymore. For that very same reason. Okay, so so,
9: so you'll you'll kinda of pick and choose what you know you can still do, right?
4: Right. And that's what I think is if you go if you go to hear someone like Van Morrison, there are probably songs that you that you love listening to from the seventies that he probably shouldn't do anymore. Yeah,
9: and can you get away with that?
4: Because to a degree, yeah. what,
9: is, what does the audience want to hear? Because the
4: audience will give you will give you grief if you don't do the song that that you that you paid sixty five dollars or one hundred and sixty five dollars to go hear. Right i I paid one hundred sixty five bucks for this seat, and you're singing you're you know you're singing Tupelo Honey dog on it, and and there's nothing you know. It's like you know that's that that's that's hard. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, okay, I we we could go on for hours on this. <laughs> Let's um, reel, reel it back in. Yeah, let me reel it back in. I was ready to I was ready to name you the other the other singers I wouldn't go see anymore cuz I'm sure their voices are gone. Uh, <laughs> but t- uh, I I think we'll get away from that. We'll tweet each other after the show our list oh, of, pe- well, of yeah, people well, we wouldn't see. Yeah, okay. I I I you know what? I'm working on that list. That's going to be an awesome tweet. 651 uh, 289 You can follow us at pound KBRS for the King Bang and Radio Show on Twitter, pound KBRS. Because it's radio, we don't do Instagram. That's a play on a, a Lee Michaels joke.
9: Radio, uh, radio shots of studios also get really boring after about one oh, picture. Oh, yeah.
4: I, 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 unless unless you're, you're at public radio because they've got money. They've got more money than God. That's a spaceship. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, So... Yesterday I mean I, I I come into my office I look at the I, I, I take a look at financial Twitter and everyone's talking about Turkey and I'm like, okay and then I see Trump mentioned and I'm like, okay so I've been following this story about about the fact that we apparently have been negotiating with the Turks for the release of a, a pastor Andrew Brunson who um, has been imprisoned, uh, and supposedly we made a deal for him. I'm going to do the political part of this real quickly, because just to set it up, we made a deal for him. It involved us persuading the Israelis to let to let a prisoner who's ethnically Turkish go. The the Israelis did their part, and then we were supposed to get the pastor out of jail. And they put him out of jail and put him in house arrest. So the Trump administration is is. Righteously upset about this, and, and I mean righteous in every sense of the word. You had a deal, it didn't happen. I, you know, and uh, and so, and I, I look at this and, and say to myself, This is Erdogan, okay? You made a deal with Erdogan, and you're going to be shocked, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're going to pull the Sam Spade. I'm shocked, shocked to find out that Erdogan doesn't keep deals in Turkey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> round up the usual suspects. Um, uh,
9: you're telling me that history can often be a good indicator of the future. Yeah,
4: I was going to say round up the usual ethnic minorities, but uh, that might have cut a little too close. Uh, anyway, um, so the Trump administration, in it as is its want, has decided to come back at them with tariffs. Okay, and I guess got to ask, first of all, if Barron misbehaves at the White House, does he have to pay extra for his dinner? seems
9: to be the new way of doing business around there, doesn't it? yeah,
4: yeah, when all you have is a tariff everything when all you have is a tariff, everything looks like trade i'm going to give uh, you an allowance and
9: you have to give it all right back to me because that's me. the tariff
4: that's the tariff <laughs> right I'm sorry, it strikes me as funny um it does, but they are, this was going on so yesterday, seventeen percent of the exchange rate between the Lira and the dollar came off. And I'm looking at the chart in the Weekend Wall Street Journal. In my hands, I'm going to do the Rush Limbaugh sentence. Um, And, and 41% year, year to date. Okay, so it's set for seven plus months, 41%. The Turkish election took it down a fair amount. But 17% of that came off in a single day. Just a huge amount and that got all of the financial uh... media up and going yesterday Um so let me uh... play uh... this is from uh... this is david wessel who's a, a wall street journal reporter he's on cnbc yesterday talking about this and makes comparisons to other crises uh... play cut thirty two for me please you're right about history repeating itself it begins to look a little bit like the asian financial crisis where we had a series of unconnected events, Thailand, Brazil, Russia, that contributed to a real a lot of global upheaval. I think one really important thing to watch is what happens to the euro. Uh, that's a, a sim- symptom of, ha- of the contagion. Apparently, a lot of European banks are exposed to Turkey, and that's taking a toll on the euro, and the dollar, of course, is going up as a result, as Steve said. Yeah, Ron, I don't Stop any- there, please. Okay. So that's and if you can hold it there i i wouldn't mind being able to play the rest of that maybe after the break um that's an interesting point so i want you to think about the following i've got i've got several points to make it's going to take a while but uh these are the points one how much of this is really due to us policy i would argue more than a little bit two how do you make this connection with the asian crisis there's actually more to this than I think you're willing to believe, particularly if you are supportive of of the pre, of President Trump and of, of Republican policies right now, which I have argued and continue to argue for the United States have largely been good. But the issues are that in a world where trade happens, to the extent it does happen, the impact of our policies on other countries can take a toll and then... Add to that, add to that what seems to be, I know, I know I'm going to get blowback on Twitter. Just go right ahead. The fixation of this administration on tariffs is a tool that seems to solve every problem. It is like tariffs have become the WD 40 of the Trump administration. Every time they see a problem anywhere, they spray a little tariff on it to say, oh, I'll make it go away. Um, that is not a particularly effective policy. And what we're going to do is sketch out in broader detail what's happening here. So I'm, I'm going to go through all the successes happening in fiscal policy. What I see is a fairly slow monetary policy, tariff policy, exchange rate policy, regulatory policy. And we're going to just highlight through today each each one of those which have been good for us good for the world bad for us bad for the world those are four different categories and there can be policies that are good for us but bad for the rest of the world and you can argue as I, I believe you know I believe I believe the Trump administration does you know that make America great again means if it's bad for the rest of the world that's the rest of the world's problem that's not mine that can be your stand. I think I understand where you're coming from. That doesn't mean I agree with you. It just means I get where you're coming from. We'll be we'll be right back. I'm going to elucidate all of these over the next hour or so here on the King Banyan Show on Business
7: 1440. Riding on the city of New Orleans
0: Illinois Central, Monday
12: morning Writers,
0: three 25 sacks of mail.
3: All along
0: the Odyssey, the
12: train pulls out... TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son.
6: I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing.
12: Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent.
6: The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth, he knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your
12: child's first year of private school.
6: Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at
12: 651-289-4406 or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Message and data rates may apply.
8: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat, just stop? back and the best part bosley's permanent solution is protected by the bosley guarantee let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for 250 dollars off text star one one to eight five eight five zero ask about the bosley guarantee s-t-a-r one one to eight five eight five zero we are back and we are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup jim that's right ron
1: I mean, in one corner, we've got a 175-pound guy, and in the other, a 6,000-ton heavyweight train? Jim, this guy has no
10: idea what he's getting himself into.
8: It's no contest. Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks? Think train.
6: As we do with all of our customers, Chet's Shoes appreciates and respects the ones who work on and around the railroad tracks daily.
5: Despite their size, trains can be silent and it is often hard to judge their actual speed.
6: Every three hours, a person or vehicle is hit by a train.
5: Along with Operation Lifesaver, Chet's Shoes wants to remind you to stay far away from the tracks and appreciate trains safely.
6: For more information, visit oli.org.
5: Remember, if the shoe fits, you've
2: been to Chet's. Visit us at chadshears Turn all the lights on. It's the King Banyan Show on, on Business fourteen
3: forty.
4: I would go see these guys. Don't you cry so this is approved. Before. This is approved. Yeah, I would. I, I would go see this. Okay. <laughs> I mean. I mean so i will not do the uh the, the summer festivals in the middle of a, of a of a field okay because i'm a i'm a 60 something guy and and you know as this as this show proves i need to i <laughs> i need uh i need uh, the comforts of civilization more frequently than the than the uh, cornfield can provide
9: yeah, and I'm typically not one for the heat king, so if it's an yeah. outdoor show, it's got to be at night, where at least if it's warm, at least the sun's down. Yeah. And I'm not camping.
2: <laughs> yeah. Tell you that I, right I, now.
4: My day of camping is a three-star hotel.
2: <laughs> um,
4: so, anyway. Um, welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. I, I would normally have given you the news of the week. There just wasn't a whole lot, but this Turkish Lira thing has been really quite big, and I do think there is... There's something to be said here. Let me did we did is uh is clip thirty two still in the middle?
9: Yes if, it is. Give me one second or, just to swoop right back there and, let's, and and grab it. I'm ready I'm ahead. ready
1: if you are. Let's fire that up. Ron, I don't see anybody trying to contain this yet. It, it, everybody's just pouring kerosene. Yeah, the, well, the, the president. Moment. Yeah, the pre- and the president's letting the match. I and mean, Prime Minister <laughs> Erdogan as yeah, well. Absolutely. And and, and it, it, as David was saying, there is some historical precedent for them. It wasn't, you know, you can go back to 1994 Mexican uh, peso crisis, 97 with Asia, 98 with Russia, and all of this began with the risk of the U.S. Federal Reserve tightening interest rate policy and the dollar going up. That was the the first end of the fuse, and then things began to spiral out of control over the next couple of years. I think this gets bigger for two reasons. Number one, the president, as Kayla said, is using a blunt instrument to deal with every problem he has with every other country. That's not good to start with. And number two, With the dollar strengthening, when we see these emerging market crises, even though people talk about idiosyncratic risk, one country to the next, it never works out that way. They all correlate, the correlations go to one, and then you ultimately have something that's global as opposed to country by country.
4: And that's Ron Insana, who is a CNBC uh, uh, reporter um, and opinion opinion maker. I've always loved Ron Insana. He's half the reason I watch CNBC. Uh, and, and for that re in for this reason, I, I w it was his thought that I'm like, yeah, you're right. He's, and I, I had said that before I heard Ron say it was, was he does seem to use, he does seem to use, um, uh, tariffs for darn near everything, but it's only part of the policy. It's only a part of the policy that we've seen come from here. So when he says correlations go to one, I remember being, uh, being still, I was in that period, we talked about the beginning of the hour, I was in that period of, of when I was doing a lot of work overseas and at the particular point of the East Asia, of first the Asian crisis, I was in the middle of working on uh, my book after doing a year as, uh, as an advisor in Ukraine where the inflation rate had been over ten thousand percent in 1993, by the time I got there, it was considered victorious because we had it under a hundred percent. And I wrote a paper uh, and presented it at a couple conferences in in Kiev that was titled "The Retreat from Hyperinflation." The fourth the fourth digit is the hardest. How do you get from sixty, seventy, eighty percent down to something below ten percent? Those are actually harder things to do. It's really not very hard. So when I, but uh, I think of what's happening today, and you look at, and you look at Venezuela, look at Venezuela where the inflation rate is running probably in the million percent per year. It's it's already become hyperinflation. As you look at as you look at Turkey, um, as you look at Turkey with a forty one percent drop against the dollar, things things look kind of miserable there uh... Um, you know look quite miserable there um, and and as you look at china you you have to find yourself wondering um, you have to find yourself wondering how long does this last i was a piece that i tweeted uh... found kbrs is where i do all of these um, and there was a piece on reuters uh... from uh, from thursday uh... T- titled handling of u.s. trade dispute causes rift in Chinese leadership, according to sources. So Reuters reported out, uh, Ben Blanchard and Kevin Yao, um, a growing trade war with the United States is causing rifts within China's Communist Party, with some critics saying that an overly nationalistic Chinese stance may have hardened the U.S. position. In other words, did Xi overplay his hand? Uh, But but there's been an unusual surge of criticism uh, about economic policy and how the government has handled the trade war. A backlash, I'm, I'm skipping through some things, um, uh, 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 according, uh, a backlash is being felt at the highest level of government, possibly hitting a close aide to Chi, his uh, ideology chief and strategist Wang Huning, according to sources familiar with discussions in leadership circles. So someone said, said sources, and of course, this has to operate with some amount of... Uh, Amount of uh, um, uh, anonymity because because we just saw last week a professor in China get arrested while he's giving an interview to a west to to a Western media source media outlet Wang who was the architect of the China Dream Qi's vision for China to become a strong and prosperous nation has been taken to task by the Chinese leader for crafting an excessively nationalistic image for the country according to one of the sources. He's in trouble for mishandling the propaganda in hyping up China too much. There's a growing feeling within the Chinese government the outlook for China has become grim. Now, this may just be people opposed to Qi leaking a story that's completely garbage. This story may be false. This may be this may be fake news. Okay? Possibly, but I don't think it's unreasonable to think that our tariff pressure against even China, a country as big as China, is causing some real strain on their decision-making there. Okay, Another thing it's doing is it's pushing up the dollar and pushing down the yuan, it's pushing down the lira, it's pushing down the pe- the Venezuelan peso. Uh, which, well, they're doing that pretty much all by themselves. Um, and those, those actions are, are, are having a substantial, substantial impact. Let me play some more Ron and Sana here. Play cut 33 for us, please.
12: And speaking of risk, I mean, Sima pointed out, I think, a key fact. Turkey has external debt as a percentage of its gross domestic product is about 50 yeah. percent.
1: So this is if you go back to the, the Asian crisis, for instance, yes. all these countries at the time had dollar-denominated debt. When their currencies were cut in half, their external debt service burden doubles. Right. And that leads to higher inflation and a collapse in the economy. We're likely to see that, given what we've seen in Venezuela and some other countries, you could see that in Turkey again, a NATO ally, as Steve pointed out, that could be a very
4: critical situation. So that, the, what's happening, Ron and Santa from CNBC, what's happening here is is, in part and parcel, not just tariff policy, but it's the fact that at the same time we're tariffing goods, we are seeing an a, a increase in consumer spending here in the United States. The U.S. economy is doing well and the decision of the Federal Reserve this week deciding not to raise interest rates, their language has been such, uh, not this week, past week, uh, a week and a half ago, their language has been such that everybody seems to have priced in an interest rate increase in September and probably another one in December. Rising interest rates make it likely that the U.S. dollar would rise. A tariff makes it likely that the U.S. dollar will rise. A rising U.S. dollar, it's what we teach in our principles classes, offsets exports. It offsets offsets all of the changes that's happening. So when you raise tariffs, that's going to reduce imports, but a rising U.S. dollar makes foreign goods cheaper, which should offset some of that rise. This the Trump administration does not like, and therefore they are now talking about doing things to change that. What are those things? We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
2: Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley.
12: Is your business prepared for disaster? 43% of businesses that experience man-made or natural disasters never reopen. Discover how to minimize the effects of disasters like flooding, cybersecurity breaches, or a social media blunder. Register for the Business Resilience Conference Thursday, August 23rd at the Hotel Ivy in Minneapolis. Learn what to do before, during, and after a crisis. Use promo code Cities for $100 off the registration fee. Get your tickets today at businessresilienceexpo.org.
7: Message and data rates may apply.
5: Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to four four three four four three 443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to That's water one to 443-443.
12: If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
2: Stay tuned for music and film reviews by Leonard Pinth garnell on On Business 1440. 1440.
4: Welcome back King Banyan Show. This is 14:40. 651-289-4477 number to call with questions and comments. Great shows up and down the lineup here over the ne- over over the weekend here on our Twin Cities uh, Salem Stations, um America's for Prosperity Radio with uh, Jason Flores Saturday at 4 on uh, on uh, AM 12A the Patriot Looking at short-term health care plans okay and what does uh, Janice versus ask me mean for Minnesota the victory hour with A- uh, Andrew Parker uh, Sunday at four pm politics Israel and the law and then the one that King will be listening to education nation because uh, with uh, Rebecca Hadsskim and uh, Mark Dirk and that's 6 pm on am today on on our sister station AM 1280. Career counseling for students um super interested in that we do a lot of that here at the university and um interested in what they have to say of course our Narn brethren uh one to three Saturdays and Sundays on AM 1280 uh, uh Mitch Berg today uh and Brad Carlson the closer tomorrow i hope you can tune into those appreciate that much uh 6512894477 uh the number to call so let me let's let's set let's set this up for you okay how is the u.s. economy doing well in the short run it is doing awesomely and i i love this i got uh i got uh people people looking at uh, a tweet i put up okay uh from the wall street journal had a survey and uh, of economists it does it monthly and it reads that it read that uh tax cuts and jump in federal spending keep the economy buzzing for another 12 months uh, I'm going to cross you up uh Ross. I am going to use uh, cut 31 first. Uh and um and and, and it, they but people are saying there are dark clouds forming on the on the outside. Uh um and, and the dark clouds are are concerning. This is John Hilsenrath from the Wall Street Journal um who was um I believe on uh, Fox Business uh with uh, Maria Bartiromo yesterday. Cut 31, please.
6: The economy in the U.S. is strengthening. Let's talk about the journal's latest economic right. survey, number two story in the journal today. The the journal's forecast pointed to 3% growth this year. That's right. up from 2.4% last year. Economists are also saying that the unemployment rate will fall to 3.6% by June. That would be the lowest level in nearly 50 years. Right. Pretty incredible stuff here, John. But I was reading, I mean, while the economists are boosting their near-term projections, they're also uh... thinking that things slow down quite a bit in the next couple of years tell us about that
13: right so uh... you know economists are reacting to what they're seeing on the ground and i mean it's clear the economy had a great second quarter growth of more than four percent they're responding to that you know it, it does look like the tax cuts have Boosted consumer spending, sustained pretty strong business investment. It does look like we're gonna, we are having one of the best years we've had in this expansion and beyond uh, in 2018, and they're responding to that. The big question is whether that can be sustained, and that's where there's a difference of opinion here. So the private economists that we talked to have lowered their forecasts out to 2020 to 1.8% growth. So we go from 3% to 24 in 2019 and then one8 in 2020. So what they're saying is this burst that we're having right now won't be sustained. What the Trump administration says is that it can be sustained that tax cuts and and deregulation is gonna improve worker productivity, it's gonna draw more people into the labor force, and we're gonna have a sustained period of very strong growth. These economists are raising questions about that. They're saying they don't think so. They point to three issues that could could knock the economy off. One is the fiscal stimulus that, that we have, it kind of peters out after a couple of years. So the biggest impetus we get from that stimulus is right now, what happens in 2020 when that wanes? Another worry is trade wars which we were have been talking about a lot and the third is that the Fed has been raising short-term interest rates 3% by uh 2019 does that slow the economy yeah. as well?
4: So there you go that's um, that was John Hilsenrath uh yesterday on Fox Business with Maria Bartiromo. as you look at the at the forecast overall and I'm just pulling it up here and I will tweet the forecast to you it predicts that the Fed funds rate, by the end of 2019, is only at about 2.38 percent, as opposed to where it is right now, um, at 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 about uh, at at one and three quarters. So it only it only anticipates by June of 2019 another it, it anticipates another four rate increases. If those rate increases happen. I think some of that forecast can continue, but then the, as you look out to, to June of 2020, they think the Fed funds rate will be at 3%, and they're saying, if, with a which is what the Fed thinks is its normal Fed funds rate. And if that was the case, if we're only going to get to the normal rate by 2020, and you also thought that growth of GDP was only going to be 1.8% that year, then you are really, the, the median forecast really is discounting any possibility that the deregulation will have an effect. I disagree with that part. I think it will stay strong. And I think that staying strong part is going to lift the dollar even higher. Remember, Larry Kudlow it practically invented the phrase, King dollar, which is not about me at all. Uh, it's about... It's about the fact that the U.S. dollar is the nation is the world's, you know, reserve currency, and when when the reserve currency is strong, that is good for the economic system overall, and that has not been the that that has not been something that the Trump administration has particularly liked over the last few few um, years, uh, over the last year or so, and so you're beginning to hear noises from them. Okay, you've got you've got very very loose fiscal policy. You've got sort of loose monetary policy, monetary policy getting tighter, but maybe at too slow a rate. You've got a lot of deregulation, and you've got tariffs. But we have to add one more thing to it before we get to the end of this story. That's exchange rates. Coming up next on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty.
7: Would you rather have beer or complete and utter contentment?
0: What kind of beer? Who wants total contentment or beer when you can have Meat Masters Radio?
7: Would you rather have beer or complete and utter contentment? What kind of
2: beer?
0: Who wants total contentment or beer when you can have Meat Masters
3: Radio? Meatmaster's Radio is a covert caper that helps rogue warriors up their
10: barbecue game. Grilling and meat-smoking tips, recipes, and talk. Beer is the nectar of the nitwit. No more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery. no more ballyhoo. Tune in for Meat Masters Radio Saturdays at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 11 a.m. on Business 1440. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Healthcare options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year, and over 1 million Americans have already taken. Take advantage of this game-changing health care program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 239 7174
12: or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
5: Each of us have special dreams if money is no issue. What's your dream? Extra income each month will allow you to do what you want, when you want. Freedom of time and money are powerful. Invest in you at Online Trading Academy. By calling now for a free investing class, by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone, Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA.
10: This is Dave Ramsey of the Dave Ramsey Show. Heard
1: weekdays at 5 on Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley